0: Hello, welcome to T2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin.
1: And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about That's When, featuring Keith Urban from Fearless, Taylor's version from The Vault.
0: Ah, such a bop. So, so good. Mm-hmm. And it was on my <clears throat> 2023
1: 20, Spotify Wrapped. Oh, it was?
0: Top 100 songs. Oh, uh, I it was in
1: your top five. Oh, five, no, no. 100.
0: I mean, it was probably in my top five at some point. Yeah, Because sure. I listened to it
1: probably. a lot. Yeah.
0: But I'm still listening to it as we have seen from Spotify Wrapped. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but today we are discussing the song, Say, don't, go. From 1989, Taylor's version from the Vault. Loving these Vault tracks. Ah, love, love a new release with all these Vault tracks.
1: Like yes, but I hate having to go backwards in the alphabet. It messes with the flow. But I get it
0: for for real. Actually, though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have it, it's something we have to do. Once you
1: get to T, pretty much every song is going to be before it. You yes, know?
0: and we still have two more slut and suburban legends. So. Yeah, and then after that, oh, we can finally do the T to Z S song ranking that we have done for all the other letters. Yeah, it's taking so of we can finally do it. We've we've held it off to get these other vault tracks. Say Don't Go is the 18th track on 1989 Taylor's version.
1: 1989 was originally released on October 27th, 2014. Taylor's version was released on October 27th, 2023. This song was co-written by Diane Warren.
0: Cool. And we will hear probably more about Diane Warren in uh, Gossip Gap. Yes. Say don't go has been performed once live in Sao Paulo at the Alliance Park on November 26, twenty twenty three, as one of the surprise songs on the Eras tour. Yes, that is so cool good.
1: about like covering these now. They have just been played as a uh, surprise song, so that is really cool.
0: Yeah, and so if, of course, like all the others, if you were there at that performance, let us know. Yes, please
1: Ooh. do, Devin. Mm-hmm. What do you think about say don't go?
0: I think this song is pretty, pretty fantastic, and it has definitely grown on me it's one that i haven't listened to as much as the other three that we have talked about well two and one suburban legends but now we don't talk and is it over now our boppy bop bop boppies <laughs> and this one is probably just like a boppy sad, like a little bit more of a sad bop and it it uh, doesn't feel as much of a bop except for yeah. the chorus yeah exactly. the chorus is a bop and yeah. then the rest of the song is kind of like a nah. moody kind of like moody bop <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> the vault tracks are fantastic and each one i think really fits into the 1989 aesthetic and i think that this one is no exception i think that it absolutely fits with 1989
1: i actually disagree whoa
0: okay yeah. cool why I,
1: I feel like this song feels very very midnights to me huh yeah it doesn't feel very ni- 1989 to me at all uh-huh
0: even, even like the like call and response aspect of like the chorus and that everything, that part
1: is 1989 esque. That does kind of have like an out of the woods esque vibe. Mm-hmm. That part sounds like it, but just like the overall vibe doesn't feel 1989 hmm. to me. Okay, this one interesting, yeah.
0: But you'd say that now that we don't talk, and is it over now, like those I two do, do,
1: I think those do, huh? Interesting. I don't know. It's just like a feeling. Mm, it's
0: a feeling. It's that gut. Yeah, that, that gut, gut feeling. feeling. Yeah.
1: it just feels mm-hmm. more midnighty to me. But mm-hmm. that's you know, that's just me. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, <laughs> I, I definitely can can understand that for sure. I it, I feel like it's like there's a little bit of an epic nature to the production on mm-hmm. this one. There's that pulse that. Yeah. <clears throat> It's, like, very, like, um, like, I'm gonna, you know how in, like, Broadway and, like, the big numbers, they take, like, those, uh, like, uh, rhythmic steps forward towards the front of the stage. I like the, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like this is a song that would be, like, the... Part of the production sounds very much like it would be um, for an epic voyage in a Disney movie. <laughs> and then the other part of it is like a boppy bop bop.
1: Yeah, it's interesting.
0: The, the Pulse, though, is like really, really cool. I, I love in the beginning her in that low register. It's like really, really cool. And then it really works in the build because she pops up an octave mm-hmm. during that like pre-chorus part. Mm-hmm. And then the production shifts underneath her as well and gets a little bit lighter as well and a little bit more epic. The quasi heartbeat under say don't go is like really really interesting and cool mm. and especially like the first couple of times she sings it and you hear it and all of the production cuts out and you just get that like that kind of like pulse yeah that that's that's very interesting to me It then of course pops into that super catchy chorus which i think is phenomenal i love the melody of it the why do you have to twist the knife walk away and leave me bleeding bleeding is so Mm -hmm. good so so good the second verse up the octave i think is really fantastic too i love that line strike a match then you blow it out and it sounds so good there too. A, a couple of the lines in that second verse, she gives like this very, I I think those sound a little bit nightsy. Mm-hmm. She gives kind of like an extra midnight's like vocal reading of mm-hmm. it. It's, it's, I, I think really great. The bridge is like, okay. It's like not that great, but I love when they scream, when she screams in her back of vocals scream, I said, I love you. Mm-hmm. So good. And then there's that pause right after, and you say nothing back. And then it's just, what'd you have to do? Yeah, yeah, that so works good. Really well. Chef's kiss right there. I think that this one is pretty repetitive, though, in some cases. But I think it mostly works. There's definitely a lot towards the end that I think they didn't really have to add in. The outro is a little overkill for me, I think. Mm. And it just is kind of like, okay, we get it. Like, say don't go. Mm. Yeah, we go. Great track, but I definitely think it doesn't stack up to the others that we've covered so far. Gab, mm. what do you think of Say Don't Go?
1: Yeah, I agree. I really like how uh, deep Taylor's voice sits at the beginning of the song and like that bass line in the beginning. And that I think that's the pulse that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed that. Um, I think that this chorus is just super catchy and boppy and it flows just so well. I really, really like that it's my favorite part of the song i love that part so much that i wish other parts of the song i don't know were different with that part if that makes sense i think the echoes with the say don't go and like other parts throughout the song work really well i like a lot of the echoey stuff that she puts in here and i really like a lot of the lyrics and like a lot of the production in general but there's something about this song that just like isn't hitting Mm. for me Mm. and i can't pinpoint why yeah because there's like i there's a lot of the lyrical gems that are really good and i like this idea like the idea of a relationship where like you're saying like say don't go like tell me not to leave tell me you want me and like those are interesting themes i like that idea in like movies and songs like i enjoy that but there's something here that isn't making this song necessarily like connect with me fully yeah and i love the chorus so much yeah so i just i guess Mm. i have to assume that it's kind of i don't know maybe some of the more like slowed down sections and how often she says "say don't go Mm. which is what you said and like what's weird is it does i want to say that it feels repetitive but i love a ton of taylor's repetitive Mm -hmm. songs yeah so like out of the woods is a repetitive song but it doesn't feel that way to me Mm. and so i i don't really know why this feels differently. And maybe it's just because, like, they slow down some of the Say Don't Go yeah, sections, uh-huh. but she's saying it so much that that would be more like a build. Uh,
0: uh-huh, instead, they're uh-huh. slowing
1: down in that moment. Yeah. And maybe that's just not connecting with me in the same way. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I want to like this song more than I do. Yeah. And I feel, like, guilty that it's, like, mm. not one of my favorites. Because I think the chorus is so It's fun, really good. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that maybe it might be, yeah, the, the losing of the momentum. Of the like it doesn't of the build.
1: Keep, yeah, it doesn't continue, like, yeah. Because there's a lot of parts where like she does that breakdown of the say don't go, then it leads right into the chorus, like what you were talking about with like the the bridge part mm-hmm. after the like I said, I love you, say nothing back. That part's amazing, yeah. But it's like there's too many moments where it stops and then starts yeah, again. Yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah. maybe I know, so I'm like feeling like <laughs> a little guilty because I, w- I really want to be obsessed with this song because I love that chorus, but I'm just I'm not quite there.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it's okay. I know we all have different opinions, mm-hmm, indeed. Devin, mm-hmm. do you relate to Say, Don't Go?
0: Yeah, I can absolutely relate to this one. Leading someone on is the worst. Mm. You think there might be something there. You wait around for them to text you. You dry, drop all your plans for them. And then they don't reciprocate your feelings. Like, that sucks. That is the worst. It happens all the time. And sometimes, like, it happens unknowingly and sometimes mm-hmm. The person who's doing it is dense and doesn't realize what they're doing. But then other times they know exactly what they're doing and they're having their cake and eating it too. Mm. Like if they're, you know, say they're like, you know, into one person and they are kind of into you and they're like trying both out, you Mm. know, and but then you're like really, really, really into them and they're like not that into you. You know the list goes on and on. Ulterior motives, like come on, it's so important to be on the same page with each other in the relationship, and having periodic check-ins, I think, is such an important thing to do. And I'm basically talking about myself in high school. This this was me. I (laughs) led. I absolutely led people on,
1: Evan. (laughs) Worst, worst.
0: I did. I led. I led some girls on. Have you ever been led on? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it doesn't feel good at all Mm. especially when like you really like that person
1: yeah
0: and then sometimes you think that they're leading you on but they actually aren't at all and you're just like reading into things and that sucks too and you're like wait what and the person's like oh my god i'm so sorry like i had no idea you felt that way you know, like that sort of thing it's just like but how could you not know
1: Well, and that's the thing, and it's so hard, and I don't know if I could have done this when I was younger anyway, but that's why it's, like, always better to be, like, open or upfront about your feelings, because the worst thing that happens is they don't like you back, you move on, but that feels so life or death when you're in, like, school with someone or something where you're going to see them again, and, like, that feeling of rejection, you just feel like, I I don't want to be rejected, so it's better to never know Then you'll never know. Yeah, And it's so interesting. That's so, so, so common. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Gab, can you relate?
1: Yeah, I relate to one of my favorite lyrics in the whole song, but it's not my favorite lyric later, is, and I'm yours, but you're not mine. Yeah. That's such a good lyric. That just, like, I think really, like, kind of... You saw, it sums it up right mm-hmm. there, and that hit the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, you know? <laughs> it It's very reminiscent of, um, you kept me like a secret, but I kept you like an yes. oath, right?
0: Oh, so good.
1: And I'm yours, but you're not mine. It's just, like, brutal and heartbreaking to have unrequited feelings, or to feel deeply for someone that you know doesn't feel the same way back. Yeah. But like still knowing you you'd be theirs in a second if they just said they felt the same way back. Like yeah. that's such a hard feeling. And I've definitely like had like strong unrequited feelings that I like would pretend I didn't. Mm-hmm. But like that wasn't the case. Yeah. You know. But it's like with some of those people, like I never voiced those feelings. So it's like how who would knows? They know? Yeah. How would you know if a the person felt the same way back or b. Like, I'll never know that because I never voiced that, you know? Yeah.
0: No, you will never know that.
1: (laughs) No. But it's just interesting because (laughs) I'm just glaring at me, guys. It's just interesting because it's like you feel that way and you kind of know because generally if someone wants to be with you, they kind of act on it. That's at least what they say, you know? And so it's kind of like that thing. But it is. It's such a hard place to be in in a relationship or like not even a relationship. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's tough.
0: Mm. Well, now we get to the segment of.
1: Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Taylor co wrote Say Don't Go with hit songwriter Diane Warren, who is known for writing songs such as shares if i could turn back time and aerosmiths i don't want to miss a thing legendary songwriter <laughs> no but these are songs that, like everyone knows right? i don't want
0: to miss a thing is oh, you're a not phenomenal joking. You're song surreal. no i forgot I'm, it's
1: devin uh, yeah <laughs> no honestly they are great songs i will say like they're award-winning they songs you know um they wrote this song during the original 1989 sessions Um, Taylor and Warren have both spoken about how much they enjoyed working together on the song and how pleased they are that it's finally seeing the light of day. Taylor said it was a dream come true to write with her and sent Diane flowers on the day of the song's release, Mm. which is just, you know, such a nice upstanding thing for her to do. Yeah. And about writing with Taylor, Diane said, just the way we wrote together was very interesting. Taylor was very particular about how she said certain things during the recording process and that she was deeply aware of how her fans want to hear something. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that's very fascinating. Hmm. About the song, Diane said, I loved the song at the time and then I was kind of surprised that she didn't use it and then really surprised in a way better way Mm -hmm. when I found out that she was using it. The fact that she used it now when she's bigger than anybody on the planet, it's like thanks for taking me along for the ride, Taylor. It's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's good for Diane Warren, right? Yeah, for sure. And I mean like, yeah, like good for Diane Warren. I mean, she's had a ton of success, but, like, to have huge success with a Taylor Swift song in 2023, like, that's pretty cool. It's
0: pretty crazy. Yeah.
1: In this song, Taylor sings about a relationship filled with uncertainty from the start and at every turn as well as one that kind of lingered and almost slowly dwindled. Mm. This song shares many similar themes to other songs in 1989, especially the vault songs, <laughs> leaving me to believe it hints at being about Harry Styles, mm. especially the lyric, I've known it from the very start, where a shot in the darkest dark. Oh. I'd say this song is definitely less pointedly about him than some of the other vault songs that we covered. Mm. Um, but, like, just given the subject matter and the time frame, it does feel mm. hairy-like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not, like, a fully confirmed type that's of That's just, thing.
0: like, a gab feeling. Like a it's just a feeling, feeling. feeling based on
1: the details of the other songs, uh-huh. you know? And then, like, even, like, now that we don't talk... I think it was the way it lingered till I left. Right, that lyric, yeah, Yeah. like that's you get that vibe from this song that like Mm. she was holding on as they're fading away and breaking up, and he's not saying don't go. Yeah. Oh god. I so it does feel like they're of the same piece. Yeah. And that song has more specific images towards Harry, so that's why it kind of connects. In this song, Taylor references I'm standing on a tightrope alone. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. An
1: image that she very much enjoys using. Other songs where Taylor references a tightrope are Mirror Ball. I'm still on that tightrope. I'm still trying everything to get you laughing at me. Mm. As well as An Innocent, Lost Your Balance on a Tightrope, Lost Your Mind Trying to Get It Back. During the Red Tour, Taylor performed on a tightrope during the song Treacherous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In these cases, a tightrope seems to symbolize a precarious situation where the subject feels either isolated or put on a pedestal mm-hmm. while waiting for something to happen or a decision to be made.
0: Yeah, definitely isolating for sure. Yeah. And that, like, all eyes are on them. Yeah. They're up in the air. Yeah. It's dangerous.
1: Yeah, like, they're in a place where they're, like, uncertain what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah mm-hmm so that feels
0: all like, eyes on them in the center of the ring you know yeah just like a circus <laughs> <Could be.
1: laughs> i mean it is though that idea that idea yeah. is fame dating in the public eye mm-hmm. like all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i thought it was interesting like the use the reuse or use of this image that Maybe she even used it there first, then brought it back to Mirrorball, like all of that. Yeah. I like that. Taylor also references cards and showing them or not with the lyric, "I'm trying to see the cards that you won't show. I'm about to fold unless you say don't go." Yep. Taylor often uses cards as a metaphor for showing feelings and vulnerability in a relationship, um, aka here she's saying she doesn't know how the other person feels that she's going and she's going to give up unless they tell her not to go. Right. Other songs that reference cards are New Romantics. It's poker. He can't see it in my face, but I'm about to play my ace. Mm -hmm. And Cornelia Street, back when we were card sharks playing games, I thought you were leading me on. I packed my bags, left Cornelia Street before you even knew I was gone. But then you called, showed your hand. Yeah. There are other places where she talks about cards or sleights of hand or games, um, but these are like the specific ones where it's really about like showing your cards in a way where it's like Mm
0: -hmm. keeping something
1: hidden or keeping it shown when it comes to feelings Mm -hmm. or emotions and i like that as a metaphor as well
0: for sure yeah that's a good one
1: yeah and then like an end game i bet you've been calling my bluff on all my usual tricks Mm -hmm, a bluff mm -hmm. is a term in card games in poker yep Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so a lot of those are sprinkled throughout her songs Okay, Devin, mm-hmm. what's your favorite line in Say, Don't Go?
0: I don't know if you can read it on the paper, because I <laughs> copied and pasted it, and it's humongous. Large
1: font.
0: <laughs> that line, I'm trying to see the cards that you won't show I'm about to fold unless you say, don't go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like, yeah, that's real, real, real.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. if you aren't going to talk to me about it, if you're not going to give me the info, it's like, I'm out of here.
1: Yeah.
0: Unless you say, don't go.
1: Yeah
0: but they don't, yeah. so she goes.
1: Oh, it's so painful. She
0: goes. Because
1: what if he really wanted to say it but didn't? Yeah. There's so many relationships like that where... What
0: world would we be in today if Harry and Taylor were together?
1: I mean, I don't know if they'd still be together. Oh. There's a lot of life to go through. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Gab, yeah.
0: Yeah, what about you? What's your favorite line?
1: I love that moment where I said I love you, you say nothing Oh, yeah. I think it's just so vulnerable it's such a disclosure especially if it's true yeah that's like that's yeah. brutal yeah and painful yeah and there's a song i think later that we'll talk like reference this back so gossip like, yeah, we'll talk about that when we reference that song in like either two to four weeks oh yeah.
0: okay
1: having to do with probably the same situation and the idea of i love you oh you love. okay yeah. yeah so it's just that's like brutal yeah, I've luckily never been in that situation. Yeah, that's tough. That's really, really rough. Okay, Devin, mm-hmm. from one to ten cards that you won't show. Here we, we are again, cards that we not show. What do you give Say Ooh. Don't Go?
0: Okay, I think I'm going to give Say Don't Go seven cards that you won't show. I think that is so far the weakest fault track, but it's still from pretty good. From 1989. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, the other two are pretty great. We have another one that's pretty great, in my opinion, too. That's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm going to give it seven. There are definitely aspects of it that I like, and there are aspects of it that are just kind of like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the bridge, again, isn't anything to write home about. And yeah, the momentum aspect of it is a little tough sometimes. It doesn't doesn't stick with the same momentum throughout, and that can be a little bit jarring. And then the outro is just like a little eh. But for the most part, it's a pretty, pretty good boppy time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from One to Ten Cards That You Won't Show, would you give this song?
1: We've been so in <sighs> sync recently. It's wow. weirding me out a little bit. Uh-oh. Um, I know we might not be next week, so that's good at least. So uh, I'm going to give it Seven Cards That You Won't Show. Wow. Well, yeah, I totally agree. I like this song. I like a lot of aspects of it. It's just, yeah, it's not my favorite of the these vault songs, and I want to like it more. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's where I'm at. All right. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at to Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Did we just slander your favorite vault song? <laughs> <laughs> let us know in the comments and let us know why it's your favorite. Do you relate to say don't go? Oh. No. Yeah. Did you ever have you ever said I love you and heard nothing back? Oh, it's brutal. Brutal, brutal. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreoncom podcast. Yes,
0: and thank you to our newest patron, Robin Page. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Well, next week, oh boy, we're going to be covering the one from folklore. Come
1: hang with us. I'm Devin, and I'm
0: Gab. This has been Tay to Z.
1: Thanks for listening. See you next time.